Welcome to Scaling with Disha, the show that helps online entrepreneurs to scale their business to six figures and beyond without the hustle or the overheads. I'm your host, Disha Waddup, and I'll be here each week to remind you that you can do anything you set your mind to. Hello and welcome to another episode of Scaling with Disha. I am so excited to have Amanda here today. We are going to drop some amazing bombs on going through those, breaking through those plateaus that you get in your income and your business. I know I have been there when I hit my 5k months and then I just stuck. So this is going to be awesome. So Amanda is a business systems coach and done for you marketing agency owner who's on a mission to help coaches automate their business so they can focus more on healing and serving their clients versus what tech is to set up, marketing strategies to implement or software to use. She's been featured in Forbes, BBC News, Business Insider, HuffPost, Mind Body Green, and has done brand collabs with Thinkific and Hello Bar on her marketing strategies and believes you deserve to have the freedom you set out to get when you started your business. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yay. I'm so excited. So tell us more about you. Tell us more. Yeah. Okay, so I think the most important thing that everybody should know is I have two fur babies, I have a cat and a dog, and they have an attitude problem. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I have a I have a dog too, but he is the laziest three-year-old dog you will ever Aww. meet. <laughs> very, very lazy. Cool. And you're in you're stateside, right? You're in the States. Yep. Yep. In Connecticut. <laughs> so tell us about your journey to where you are now. How did you start your business? Yeah, for sure. So it started back in, I want to say 2012. So I was in my master's program. I was going down the whole like Mad Men ad agency route, right? I was going to be like, I'm going to be a big PR ad person in New York. Yeah. And then um, life hit me really hard. Like my parents went through a really nasty divorce. And simultaneously, one of my cousins who I was really close to, she was only two years older than me at the time, ended up passing away from meningitis. Wow. And so I remember saying at her funeral, God forbid, if I was to die at her age, can I say I lived a full and expansive life? And so that kind of like moved me on the journey to entrepreneurship plus not being able to get a job after the recession kind of like really molded that path for me um and then when I got like my first paid client it I I was hooked to entrepreneurship and that was kind of like the bug that bit me um for it and it's been a journey with multiple businesses multiple niches. Um, I was a PR coach at one time. I was a fear management business coach and nobody (laughs) knew what that was. (laughs) Um, And it's led me to this work that I'm doing now, which is really the heart of like my mission here, because what I discovered on that journey of like trying different things and expressing different specialties was like, if you don't have a business that's automated, systemized, and that can like run without you physically being in it 24 seven, doing all the manual things, you don't have freedom. And if you don't have freedom, then what's the point of even being an entrepreneur in the first place? 
Yeah, exactly. And that is one of my biggest drivers is freedom, creating Mm -hmm. more freedom to live a life that you want, whatever that is for you. Because for me, it's traveling with my dog and not being in the same place. Some people (laughs) spending time with their kids and and husbands and families and things like that. Uh, Me, it's traveling I would rather be sat on a beach somewhere than than in freezing cold England (laughs) so how did you scale your business how did that happen for you yeah for sure so I I scaled on the front end before I ever scaled on the back end and so I'll explain (laughs) what that means so back in 2016 because I have a master's in corporate PR so I have a extensive PR background. I use that background. It it started out just me helping friends get into Forbes or Vice Magazine or different media outlets because I was doing different connects and stuff. And then I had a business coach at the time who said, you know, you could be charging for this. (laughs) Like there's whole PR agencies that charge for this. And, um, I ended up growing a Facebook group that got featured in Forbes, BBC news, uh, business Insider, HuffPost. Um, my like applications for coaching were like packed. I would have like 40 applicants anytime I would like share it. Like my um, Facebook group was always filling up with new members. Like I was connecting with tons of like top influencers and millennial entrepreneurs, but I was like struggling financially. I was broke, right? Because I didn't know how to convert, right? I didn't know like high ticket sales. I didn't know like how to like structure courses or offerings or any of like the back end that actually makes you profitable. So here I was having the front end looking great, (laughs) but the back end wasn't converting. And so I ended up going through like a three-year like Saturn retrograde. I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like downward spiral. (laughs) And then I came out of it um, really like focusing in on what actually mattered, which was the back end. And so I like signed up for tons of email marketing. I signed up for all these like masterminds on list building, masterminds on funnels, masterminds on structuring your offers. I was like testing things with my audience left and right. And then um, I ended up like getting this opportunity to work with this seven figure coaching business and for over a year and doing like their marketing and doing different assistant marketing work. And I ended up working with their COO, their chief operating officer. And she had worked with um, like Frank Kern, John Asroff, like really big names And I learned through being on the job, like working directly with her in that role. And so um, when I eventually left that role and like followed my heart and intuition of starting like my own agency and really going full out into my coaching business again, I wanted to bring like the knowledge, the full integration of like the front end and the back end to what I teach. And so that's what I do now with Industry Breaker and with um, the expansion experience. So Industry Breaker is my group coaching experience. And then the expansion experience is my done for you marketing agency, where we're not just getting you like visibility, but we're also getting you like profits. 
That is awesome. I love it. And <laughs> did you build a team pretty quickly or? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was, um, that was like such a learning lesson in scaling fast. And I think um, speaking on the topic of hitting income plateaus, a lot of times we will block or sabotage our next level because of fear and because of fear of being overwhelmed. And so something I tell my clients is overwhelm is just a sign that you need systems. That's it. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a fraud. It doesn't mean you're messing up. All it means is that whatever you're doing right now isn't fully working for you and you need a new system. Yes, I mm-hmm. love that. I think that that is so key, right? Having mm-hmm. systems in place to help you scale is one of the, yep. the key things. And it, you going back, you touched on how something can look really amazing on the mm-hmm. front end and be not making you any money on the back end. And I yes. think you see that a lot in the online space where there are people shouting about how awesome their groups are or how awesome their email lists are or how many things they've got featured in. And you're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. And then you look and they're like, but they're still broke. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they're still not making any money. And there's a big disconnect in that. So Talk me through that. How did you feel about that? And how did that transpire to now where you're doing well in your business? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think there's, um, when we're showing up in our business and creating content and doing launches and doing the things, there's like two things you need to be tracking, right? And you're going to be in different stages in your business. Um, Most newer entrepreneurs are tracking the wrong thing. They're tracking uh, audience growth. They're tracking like um, engagement. They're tracking um, views, right? When really they need to be tracking conversions and sales. At the end of the day, conversions and sales. It doesn't matter how many likes you get on a post, did it convert for you, right? And then as you start to scale to a certain point, then you have like a, a generated cash flow. You have a good baseline. Then you could start working on projects where you are tracking audience growth, right? And you're tracking like, oh, I want to grow my YouTube channel to like 100,000 subscribers or stuff like that. Because you have a business that already converts, you have funnels, you have systems, you're able to really leverage those new subscribers the right way. Versus when you're just starting out, you need to build that back end first. Otherwise, it's like I compare it to like just having a billboard in Times Square and it's like, I'm here, but you're not giving anybody any call to action to take the next step with you. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I love that because there are so many people that I speak to that are struggling with that side of things and my first question is always how many conversations have you had about your offer recently and mm-hmm. they're like uh, uh none I'm like right well there's your first issue we're yeah. <laughs> not talking to anybody about what you offer nobody can buy it mm-hmm. so <laughs> go out there and start making conversations happen yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's how you bring the income in right rather than focusing on those hundred thousand views on youtube straight away or i i see so many people and i think Gary V has a big impact on this and his dollar yeah. 80 strategy where people are like oh i'm on all the things and i think have you had time to 
actually have any conversations around sales because you're creating content for all of these different platforms and doing all of these hundreds of different things and yet you still haven't made a sale so it's like yeah a, a massive disconnect there with with that going on so mm-hmm. talk to me about income plateaus and what do we do when we get to them what does that look like and we can hit those at all different stages of our business whether that's the first one to 2k 5k 10k Mm. it is constantly coming up and something you constantly have to address in your business so talk me through that and how we move past them yeah for sure okay so I'm gonna share a story about like my first big income plateau that was really, really hard to like hit, get past. Um, so, and I have a couple of them, but I'm going to share this one. Um, so when I was in that Saturn retrograde, um, like dark night of the soul, I was having a really hard time with consistent income. So like I would maybe get a sale here and then a couple of months of nothing. Right. And then a sale here, a couple of months of nothing, or like some one-off courses here and there. And I was beyond frustrated. I was like, how the heck do people create consistency online? Like, what are they doing different? Right. And so, um, that's where I kind of learned about like stacked payments and learned about recurring revenue. And also learned about money mindset, right? So the first thing was one of my um, old mentors ended up giving me this book called How to Solve All Your Money Problems Forever by Victor Bach. And in the book, it talks about the two-prong like manifesting method, right? Which is affirmations and glad giving. And he goes into detail, like super minute detail on how to do it. And so I committed 21 days to doing that process. I started with the mindset first. And then that's when I landed that seven-figure coaching client and worked with them for over a year contract. That created consistency. And so then where the stack payments, recurring payments comes in is I had that baseline each month. Now, any other program I add on to that is adding more to my baseline. So my monthly income. So I had um, Industry Breaker, which is my monthly coaching membership, those recurring payments. And then I had um, stacked payments of my three-month one-on-one coaching offer every time I'd sell that. And so I noticed when I started looking at my income, it started going up and up and up and up, not because of like some magical thing, but because one, my mindset was prime so that like I can see opportunities and then two stack payments, recurring payments and consistently selling on top of your baseline, right? I always tell my clients, we should always be launching something, always be launching, right? And it doesn't mean you always need to be in this like big megawatt launch, but on the back end, are you there, there should always be another door, meaning yeah. like when a client signs up for your group program, are you upgrading them to VIP or are you selling them into your one-on-one or are you getting them to re-enroll or are you getting them to enroll into another offer, right? And then when they're in that offer, are you upgrading them? Are you getting them to re-enroll? Are you getting them to 
enroll into another offer. So then you end up creating stability with a very small client pool. So then your client pool, you could be hitting 100K years, six-figure years, multiple six-figure years with a very small client base just because they keep re-enrolling with you into different offerings. Um, And simultaneously, when you go to launch publicly or do a funnel, you're always having new people come in through your sales process. And that's like the logistics part of hitting, getting over your like income plateau. And then the mindset part is just going to help you not sabotage it. You know, I, I love that. And I wrote down that book as well. Because, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. M- money mindset is something that I found throughout my business journey that I'm constantly coming back to. And mm-hmm. whether that's I've just hit my first six figure year and I'm like, okay, what's next? How do I get to the next thing? How do I move forward? Go back to your mindset stuff, figure yeah. out what is blocking you and just move to the next level. And there's always something that you've missed if you as i found that especially if i've reached a plateau there's something that i've not addressed whether Mm -hmm. that is the functionality of my business or the mindset or anything else because one of the things that that stopped me recently was going into a a limited company rather than being a sole trader as an independent person and Mm -hmm. the mindset around that because I was like oh all the tax I'm gonna have to pay and all the things I'm gonna have to do if I start earning more money now I've hit this six-figure mark and as a sole trader and it just blew my mind I got stuck in that trap for months what do I do now and I was like just just become a limited company it's not that hard just just do it and I was like okay now I've done that now I can skyrocket again because it's all safe it's all gravy I don't have to do all of that I've got an accountant telling me what to do exactly and um something that like I do with my mentor is I literally have a google doc with all my blocks and I'm like let's go through these blocks and she will literally one by one by one going like this is a solution you could shift your mindset around that boom 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 and get me unblocked like fast yeah and then I'm able to like quantum leap the results that I would have done on my own right? So this is like another aspect of it is you need to like have a mentor or somebody like a coach who can just like get you unblocked because the, the mind games, right? Your mind will play on you. It's like, it's trying to outbeat your mind. Like it's so much easier with like a mentor or coach. Yeah. And I think it's interesting how in the entrepreneurial space and in especially in the online space we talk a lot about mindset and a lot about money mindset and when you compare that to somebody who's in a job who is just like well we'll just go for the next paycheck and it's fine and and Mm -hmm. i i had somebody come into my house recently i'm like do you actually do any work you've got a lot of stuff around like my vision boards and my books (laughs) like do you have time for actual work (laughs) i do that too yeah (laughs) It just speeds you along faster. And um, what I've been playing in, and it's been helping me actually hit break income plateaus faster, right? Because like, I've been like telling my mentor, like, oh my gosh, I feel like every other week I'm either onboarding a new client or onboarding a new team member. And I'm like, I need a break, (laughs) right? And she's like, ooh, okay, that break, like, 
She's like, how can we make things easier? How can we make things even flowier? How can we tighten your systems? And I want to bring that to your audience is a lot of times we'll sabotage, right? And say like, oh, maybe I don't really need to go that far. Or, oh, maybe like I'm good with where I'm at or vice versa. And um, we'll, we'll sabotage it when in reality, you need to actually lean in, right? And discover what systems or tools you need to handle the next level, right? Because if you dive deep subconsciously, right? Beneath why you have, are on a plateau, it's because you feel it's safer to be on that plateau than to hit the next level, right? You might have thoughts like, oh, I can't handle more clients or, oh, I can't handle um, that next level or, oh, I can't handle the taxes that come with it or I can't handle like in in your case, you know, moving over to a different like company company style, your company structure, you know? And so um, we fear... Dr. Suzanne Jeffers, she wrote the book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. And her main thesis was, fear is just the limiting belief that I can't handle what's in front of me, Yeah. So if we are truly in alignment and saying like, we don't operate out of fear and we operate out of faith, right? Then we would have the faith and belief that we could handle anything that comes in front of us. And if we can't, then we ask for the support we need to handle it. Yes, I absolutely love it. Uh, One thing that I found um, held me back when it comes to income goals, and I've spoken about this on the the podcast before, is other people's perceptions of the money that I earn. Mm. And that comes from like family or people that aren't in the entrepreneurial space specifically don't run a business. And and what they would perceive of me if I was earning that much money yeah. <laughs> and, and what that would impact on like oh I can't have that expensive car or that expensive yeah. handbag because what would that mean about me mm-hmm. if, if other people saw it and that was a massive mind shift thing for me and something that really held me back on my income plateaus because I had to get over that fear of what other people thought yeah. of me yeah. and that's that's completely different to what's inside your business right there are so many different aspects of things that could hold you back when it comes to that income, not just your your systems and your processes, but your money mindset, what other people think of you and all of those things that you need to unpack and unblock. Exactly. It's, um, I like compare it to like, you're in a kayak or canoe, whichever one has the two rows. <laughs> right? I don't know, both maybe? I think so. <laughs> so like, a lot of times people are either in one or the other camp, right? They go into extremes. They're like, mindset is the end all be all, or like implementation and systems is the end all be all, like action. When in reality, you need both to actually move the boat along. If you're just rowing one area, you're going to be spinning, right? So that's where like people who are afraid of hustle, they're like, well, I've hustled before and I was spinning my wheels and I was exhausted and I burnt out. Well, because you didn't also add in mindset and embodiment practices to take care of yourself while you were doing it. So like the, the real shift, the real breakthrough is that you're expanding your capacity to hold more, right? You're expanding your capacity to do more strategically. Like you're expanding your capacity 
And so when we expand our capacity, that also means we need to expand our mindset and embodiment practices. Like I think Deepak Chopra, like there was a woman in a crowd that said, you know, I'm so busy. I can't meditate. Right. And he goes, um, she's like, what, what should I do? And he goes, you need to meditate twice a day, minimum. (laughs) Yes. When we're really, really busy or in a busy season of our life, we need to actually dive deeper into our mindset and embodiment practices to hold that foundation. Yes. I love that analogy about the canoe. I've never heard that before. And it's so powerful because it really does make a difference. And I am very much one of those people. And I think one of one of my earlier episodes on the podcast was around mindset without the woo, because I am very strategy based and strategic and like must do this, this and this. I'm very masculine in the way that I I think and plan things out. Mm -hmm. But that that mindset work is so, so important that I bring in in a masculine way that works for me (laughs) because I can't do the whole woo to sit and I, that to me is like, no, (laughs) (laughs) too much. Bring it in, in a way that I can implement it in a way that works for me rather than following all of the different things that other people do, which Mm -hmm. often I think we get caught in a circle where we're like, oh, so-and-so said they should do this. So I'm going to go full out and do this. But if it's not in alignment with you and the way that you do things, then it completely misses the point and you're still stood still or going around exactly. a circle in your canoe. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Everything has to feel in alignment with you. It has your, your mindset embodiment practices, like how you show up online, your marketing strategy. It's like, it, it has to like fit you. Yeah. And like sometimes like it won't necessarily feel like alignment because it'll feel like a stretch but it's a healthy stretch. It's like stretching you into your next level. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. What, tell us more about you. Where can people connect with you and find out more about working with you? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So you can follow me on social media, all social channels at inspire me, Amanda. Uh, my website is inspiremeamanda.com, And I actually have a free gift for your audience, which is my launch prep in a day kit. So it literally has everything you need to launch your next offer on social media today, filled with loom trainings and Canva templates, the works. And that's at inspiremeamanda.com slash pleasure queen launch prep. Nice. Amazing. I will pop all of those links in the show notes for everybody to check out (laughs) as well. And thank you so much for coming on today. I really, really appreciate it. Is there anything that you came to say that you didn't get a chance to say? Um, I would say the biggest thing is be self-compassionate with yourself and, um, breathe deeper, right? Sometimes we hold our breath and it makes us more anxious or more overwhelmed. Be very loving to yourself and breathe deeper. I absolutely love that. Breathing is such a powerful thing that Mm -hmm. we subconsciously do all of the time, but a lot of people don't consciously 
take that time to breathe. So thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You're very welcome. Thanks everybody for tuning in and do make sure that if you love this episode that you leave a review and hit the subscribe button and we will see you next week for another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I really hope that you genuinely learned something from today's episode. If you found this episode useful, then please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. I personally read each and every one. Until next time, bye.